It's 5-11. President Biden and President Putin set to deliver competing messages on the eve of the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Putin has a State of the Nation address in Moscow to focus on his war goals nearly a thousand miles away uh, today. President Biden addresses the American commitment to supporting Ukraine after about a six-hour visit on the ground yesterday. Stunned just about everyone. Uh, Fox's Brian Kilmeade was uh, on TV moments after it happened and back on the radio on uh, the Brian Kilmeade show, 9 until noon. I think there was thinking that maybe he would address Ukraine, but not necessarily going to be a, a true visit for nearly six hours. How did that visit go over, you think? I think it went over good. I, I think you have a hard time criticizing someone who hop on a train for 10 hours uh, into a war zone and visiting Zelensky, and I, I like they did it. Uh, I, I think this is a war versus, uh, worth, uh, worth supporting. Many people listening to us right now don't. I don't feel that way. I would like to see a plan to replenish our stocks immediately. I don't want to see us uh, empty our coffers uh, and not replenish, just like we have not replenished the oil that we took out of our oil reserve. It makes no sense to me. There should be uh, some demands on accounting. Uh, Evidently, Deloitte was hired to find out when we send the money, when we send the aid, uh, when we send the weapons, where's it going? We all have a right to know that. In fact, it's in Ukraine's best interest because if you want to lose American support for turnout, uh, that these weapons are being resold to other people or not used or or, um, or are harvested and whatever you say that uh, they tell us about the corruption that even the Ukrainians say they still have to deal with in their own government. But if, if it gets the people that are fighting, uh, can we do this other thing? Listen to what they need and give them what they need. Not necessarily what's more expensive or less expensive, but what they need. They need these longer-range missiles, these attack in order to hit the Russians right at their line. And they need, uh, they need F-16s. Why we hesitate, remember we said no high Mars, we gave them high Mars. They said no harpoons, we end up giving them harpoons. We said no Patriot missiles, we gave them Patriot missiles. And how many people died while we waited? And for no apparent reason, we changed our minds. It was the right thing to do. We can't just do this slowly. And what happens is, too, when you've got to come back, Rich, and keep asking the American people to write another check, you've got to go back to a hostile Congress and say, wait a second, you're not even going to Palestine, Ohio, that place is radioactive. You're not looking at our northern border or our southern border. Uh, we have domestic programs that desperately need financing, and you bring up this uh, situation over and over again. If it's worth it for foreign policy, and I do believe it is, if it's showing the Russians that even though we gave you the wrong signals when we gave you just when we gave the Ukrainians just MREs and blankets when they were invaded and Crimea was just captured, even though we sent you the wrong signals by not giving you everything I just mentioned before an invasion to to uh, to uh, parry an invasion, even having said all that, get them what they need to be successful. Get them at once. We'll pledge it and, uh, and a procurement schedule and stop coming back to Congress. Let these people do what they do best, and that is fight off an unprovoked invasion by a belligerent power that needs to be reined in. Here, there's another story that emerged that there's a plan to take Belarus by 2030. In writing, they are authored in 2021, uh, obtained by Yahoo News, that's out there. So those people listening to us and saying, it's not our fight. Just understand, they're going to Moldova. They're going to go for Belarus. Then they're going to surround Poland. And then Poland's going to say, if you just change your leader, we won't invade you. And next thing you know, in 15, 20 years, a generation of Americans are going to go, why didn't you guys stop this in 2020? You really should have stopped in 2014. Why didn't you put your foot down in 2023? And I just think that's the case the president has to make. 
You and I should not be talking about this. You shouldn't have pundits on television. The president never talks, period, and never outlines in front of a map or gets someone that can communicate what is exactly going on, what our objective is. Or else other people have to fill in the blanks. That's not the way leadership goes. How does Russian President Vladimir Putin continue to maintain support of the Russian people amid the loss of life? I saw an estimate yesterday as many as 200,000 potentially who may have died as a result of this. It's hard to get the reporting out of there, but is he running the risk of losing that support? Well, you know what? He's speaking now. He's speaking for an hour. Uh, And he's uh, as belligerent as ever. And the thing that's going to prop him up is China. And China's answer to us when we said, don't supply Russia, they said, how dare you even demand anything from us? So this whole relationship is going south uh, from the weather balloons on down. So uh, that'll help. Number two is he's arrested everybody. Remember we used to have, you know, Brezhnev, and they used to be a Politburo, and used to have an idea who the heir apparent was. That's the 70s and 80s and and, uh, 90s. And ever since it became Russia, uh, Putin has been consolidating more and more power. And if you just show any ambition, uh, you're under arrest. If you protest, you're under arrest. So that's why they've lost more people that have signed up. They say that they've lost over 300,000 people just picked up and left the country and are not coming back, many of them at warfighter age. So he's losing, a bra- he's got a brain drain going on, but he's got right now brass knuckles and weapons. So you would hope with this war, become if he becomes, they start getting routed. Uh, that might be a different story. But as long as they can continue to fight, and he continued to arrest people, emptying his prisons to put them into battle, and they end up being just uh, put into a wood chipper because they just get mowed down. Uh, that creates more rooms in prisons. So I think this thing could go on unless we give the Ukrainians what they need. Then all this stuff could go into place. But if we just give them what we think they need, that's the problem. Monitoring what President Putin is saying as he is addressing uh, Russians in Moscow this morning. We'll have continuing live team coverage on the radio starting at 9 on the Brian Kilmeade Show, 9 until noon with you. Brian, thanks.